Hello, and welcome into the very first movie commentary from the Setting the Tone crew. This is the first of hopefully many movie commentaries that we'll be doing for movies featuring the ER cast. We're recording this as sort of a proof of concept for both of ourselves and for you fine folks to listen to as well. Uh, these commentaries are currently a Patreon stretch goal, which will be released monthly once we hit uh, about $1,000 a month in donations. Uh, we are quite a bit of ways from that now, but so giving you this as a little taste of what's to come from us. Until then, we'll be releasing new commentaries at settingthetonepodcast.bandcamp.com for the price of $3.99 each. The first one, obviously, today is free. We hope to release approximately four a year until we hit the Patreon goal, at which point, like I said before, they will become monthly. Uh, we will continue to sell them uh, a la carte on Bandcamp. Again, that site is settingthetonepodcast.bandcamp.com even after we hit that Patreon goal. So if you just want like one specific one instead of donating to us monthly, uh, we'll have that option for you. Uh, today's movie that we're going to watch together is Up in the Air, which is starring Dr. Doug Ross himself, George Clooney. Uh, we are watching the movie today on Netflix. Uh, as of this recording, we are recording this in mid-February and is currently still available on there. Uh, but it is also available to rent on all major streaming services as well, your Amazons, your Voodoo's, your Google Plays, what have you. And we'll be starting the movie in five, four, three, two, one, go. Enjoy, everyone. I'm excited. I've never seen this before. It's been a long time for me. I think I saw it in 20... It came out in 2009, and I think I saw it. I didn't see it in theaters, but I think I saw it like when it came to Netflix the first time. So that would have been like 2010 mm. or 11. It was pretty good. Yeah, I've seen this movie about a dozen times at this point, probably. It's one of my favorite Jason Reitman movies. Oh, it was directed by Jason Reitman. I neglected to mention that as well. What does that mean? Uh, he's the guy who did Juno. Thank you. Most recently, he did the movie Tully, which is also kind of a head fuck. And his dad was Ivan Reitman, who was the Ghostbusters guy. Nice. Yeah, Lizzie's been trying to get me to watch this one for about the entirety of our relationship, so it's finally happening eight years later. <laughs> All it took was a podcast. Also, apologize to folks if my voice sounds really super weird. I'm coming. I'm recovering from a really bad cold, so but it's just how much we care about you folks is fighting through it. No excuses. Play like a champion. Yep forcing gallons of green tea down your throat so we can record this intro is really cool yeah that's one of the things i really remember about this movie was how like slick everything is like it's just a really like smoothly shot smoothly like put together like it's just i really really like that vera formiga that name sounds really familiar who is that you will instantly yeah. recognize her the second oh jason her. bateman she's the one from the departed i've never seen that Ugh. I know, I'm uncultured swine. <laughs> it's not the only thing she's in. It's just the only thing I can think of at this exact moment. Oh, Sam Elliott. Okay, this cast has me. I'm down. See, you're getting really excited about this, and then all, almost all of these people that you're seeing, all these big names... Are barely in it? Yeah. That's fine. They have, like, bit parts. That's still fine. Sam Elliott's great for his bit parts, so it's fine.
I was reading too about how they had like they cast actually like real people in some of these like not non-actors um people who had actually been laid off as a result of the financial mm. crisis um they're apparently though it's very like easy to tell who is and isn't an actor because they didn't let mu- they didn't let many of if any of the non-actors interact with Clooney or uh, Anna Kendrick because it was like they were afraid they would freak out too much <laughs> The, the non-actors. I mean, I would. Yeah, they were afraid they would act a fool. And the worst part of any flight. And then everyone does the white people cheer. Yay! <laughs> we have to clap Shush. for some reason. Okay. Stuff's happening. That guy's tie was incredible. Yeah. That's from the Doug Ross collection, for sure. For sure. I'm thinking these are the real people. They have to be. I can say that's true. I didn't mm. I didn't lose my job as a result of the financial crisis in 2008 but it was certainly a stressful time just in general like you walked around on eggshells at work mm. like yeah both my both my parents <laughs> lost their jobs as a result of the financial crisis of 2008 unfortunately and never really fully recovered mm. It's so weird to see Clooney like aged up 15 years since we've spent so, so nice, much though. time. We've just spent so much time with like 1994-95 Clooney that like it seems Oh weird. god. Yeah, everybody takes that personally. The packets. is handsome isn't he he really is it's, it's very distracting i mean if i was going to get bad news like <laughs> this like i think i would want to get it from a guy like clooney yeah rude Something else I was reading too is that they they designed his wardrobe so that his entire wardrobe that you see throughout the movie could fit in an, a carry-on suitcase because he just lives out of airports. That's amazing. Like the attention to detail is really good.
This all just reminds me how much I hate air travel. If, sorry, just watching him in this and how smooth he is. If there's one Clooney movie that I want to do because it's the exact opposite, it's, um, oh, gosh. Burn After Reading. Oh yeah! Wow, that that's I, another one I have I to go back. Did not to. like that one. I, I remember Lizzie I remember not it. being a fan of it when I saw it in theaters, but I'd be interested to revisit it because I don't think I've seen it since then. See, I love air travel, so this, this guy's just speaking my language. <laughs> I've never ridden in that nice of a. Uh, section. Though. I was gonna say, yeah, I've never had that much legroom in my entire life. <laughs> I love that they put that even in the subtitles. Is this why I threw my back out? <laughs> your life weighs too your much. Backpack with, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm weighing down your backpack so heavily. It's all your movies. You know, I love my physical media. What can I say? It's interesting to look at, you know, listening to him talk. Like, even his voice, there's subtle differences between where we are now and this this version of Clooney which even this is 10 10 11 years old now so I mean he's even older than this now but it's not really exhilarating I like my stuff I would not like it to just disappear overnight yeah, he does a lot less of the head wiggle I'm noticing so far. Maybe that'll change as we actually get to know his character. But I'm wondering if we get the Clooney laugh. <laughs> the chuckle.
seeing those Hampton Inn conference room things just gives me awful flashbacks to when I had to do like anytime we had like corporate training meetings mm-hmm. or anything we always had to go to one of those Hampton Inns hey I want you to know managers like Jason Bateman wear suspenders <laughs> that's the amount of times Jason Bateman plays a dick is not helping your argument with the suspenders like I didn't say they were quality of a good person <laughs> I feel like they worked hard to make Jason Bateman look like a just a little bit overweight, schlubby, a little schlubby. Yeah, that's the word that came to mind as well, schlubby. I see you, Houston Oilers logo in the background. Don't try to hide. Guaranteed navigations. Get a smartphone. They're both so smooth and smooth, and I love them. And he's now in her pants. <laughs> that silence you hear is her just splooshing. <laughs> Let's be honest. That was that. It didn't take much to get there. It's still Clooney. Like he's he's still Clooney. He might not be Doug Ross <laughs> anymore, but he's still Clooney. I like that. Show some hubris.
for those of you who don't know, Mile High Club. <laughs> Which always just seemed like a nightmare to me. I know. I've never once been in an airplane bathroom and thought that that would, A, be remotely feasible, or B, enjoyable for anyone involved. I mean, I think for some people it's just like on their bucket list. Where they're just like, I want to do it just to say I've done it. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) That's a look. Yeah. This movie is rated R, by the way, folks. (laughs) What? So romantic. (laughs) I always took Clooney for a boxer's man. Glad to see that validated. Oh, he walked her home. Betty forgot his key. I've never actually seen anyone use shoe polish. I was going to say the same thing. I've never seen one actually open. They're almost always closed in places. There's one in my building right by the FedEx office and never seen it. Remember when phones used to ring? Now if my phone rang, I would probably throw it across the room. I'd literally keep mine on silent unless there's a specific text or email or call that I'm awaiting. Yep. It always blows my mind to see all those crop circles. Like, the actual, like, intended circles. But why are they like that? I don't know. I'm from the Midwest, and I know nothing about farming. 
Nebraska fucking sucks, by the way, in case anyone was wondering. That doesn't surprise me at all. That is the saddest department I have ever seen, which I know is the point, but. Check out that old school iPod. I guarantee you that someone is not as pretty as George Clooney. <laughs> no, even even in his mid fifties, he's probably mid late forties in this, isn't he? Yeah, I was gonna say he's not that old. <laughs> he is now. He might. Well, yeah, now it's twenty twenty. He might be in his. Well, he's probably late forties. Looking 40s. up how old George Clooney is. I am. I appreciate that. Even you're right. How do they make him look so schlubby? I think it partially is the haircut a little bit like we're so used to seeing him with his like arrested development hair where it's like all up and like right. irreverent. George Clooney is 58 years old as of now. As of now. So, as of now. So he's 48 in this movie. Wow. I would have 47. I would have thought he was in his 60s by now. Yeah. 47. That's rude.
Technology, whole, bad. This whole thing is just a horrifying concept, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She's a very good representation of that, like, Silicon Valley tech bro attitude of just, like, uh, right. emotions and people don't matter. It's all about numbers, and just, that's why it works so well. He's like, oh, no, my lifestyle. I don't want to be home. Right, I'm afraid of my life. I like being on the road. I still can't decide if I like Anna Kendrick or not, but they are a really good duo. Oh, I love her, and a lot of my love for her is based on this movie. Fair. Yeah. I think it opened a lot of people's eyes to her that she was able to go, like, toe-to-toe with him and... Right. And hold her own. I mean, I do enjoy her in Pitch Perfect, so... I can't remember. Did she get any sort of like awards consideration for this movie or? I have no idea. I'm going to look it up. I don't think she won anything, but I wonder if she was at least nominated. Oh, that just dated this movie. That just dated this movie a lot. Did you hear that, Lizzie? I don't mm. think a MySpace page qualifies you. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. There's a reference that would only last what another six months after this movie came out. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess technically, if you want to be pedantic about it, 
you know, Lauren. Uh, That's me. <laughs> I guess technically MySpace does still exist, but not in the same form. It doesn't fit in his life. Is this a metaphor? <laughs> That's horrifying. Something to be said for the skill of Danny McBride, though, that even just a cut out of, like, his eyeballs is enough to make me laugh. this movie was nominated for uh, Academy Award for Best Picture I would believe it both Anna Kendrick and Vera Farmiga both got Best Supporting Actress nods as well Didn't none of them won but yeah and I think I think that's well deserved particularly on Anna Kendrick's part Yeah, it did win a Golden Globe for Best Screenplay. But oh my god, this is so painful. It's like watching a baby full learn to walk. <laughs> and that's the whole point. I know. But yeah, it didn't win any other major awards. Just the one Golden Globe. Won a bunch of smaller ones, though. God! Oh my god. I mean. So as if you needed more evidence, he's kind of a horrible person. If the apartment, the, the barely furnished apartment in Omaha, Nebraska didn't tell you that nobody wants to be around this guy. He doesn't want to be around anybody either. That's though. true. Also, this whole movie is millennial versus boomer. Essentially. Yeah. I type with purpose. Yeah, flowcharts really ever work that well. I was going to say, yeah. And you know, if she had to change anything on that form, it screwed up the formatting for everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, 
He's getting a little more head waggy as we go. Yeah, well now because he's he's got a woman to bounce off it's of. It's kind of true. And that's when it comes yeah, out. It's kind of true. Because we don't see him do that to Mark. It only ever comes out when he's talking to the nurses or when he's talking to one of his ladies. Ew, St. Louis. <laughs> I mean, we shipped all our shit there, so. That's true. We had to go pick up our truck from St. Louis. It was a dumpster fire. I love her. The packets. She's going to interrupt. I fucking love J.K. Simmons. I do too. Just stop while you're ahead. (laughs) Just even he's like the fuck lady. Accurate. Appropriate.
That's how you do it. I fucking love George Clooney. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Ooh. Feels like a little bit of product placement. This whole movie. Yeah, the whole movie is, but it's a commercial for the hotel industry. But I love the two of them. This is great. It's also making me really hungry. That salad does look way better than it has any right to. Oh, that's a cool shot. That is a cool shot. Jason Reitman's always good for good. some good cinematography. Some good framing. Yeah. That robe also looks comfy. Can we just go stay at a Hilton? Whoa, Blackberries. Okay, MySpace and Blackberries. They have officially dated this movie. This, yeah, this is 2009 when this was released, so maybe 2008 when they were filming. I bet they're going to start sexting. Yep. <laughs> She's feisty and I like her. She's my new favorite thirst trap. Sorry, Lydia. Dang, just kicking my girl Lydia to the curb, just like that. Yeah, jeez. She's good. The digital camera, too. As if the Blackberries and the MySpace didn't date it enough. Like, remember when we all carried around digital cameras independently of our phones? I had one, I just never used it. I still have mine here somewhere. 
I think we have a bag of them around somewhere. Like we have this like bag of dead technology, flip phones and digital cameras. She is so done with him. He is. He's like peak boomer here too. Like, yeah, that's her entire attitude. Okay, boomer. And somehow he's still charming. Yeah, he's the only one. So I was reading that the backup plan in the event that Clooney passed on it was Steve Martin, and they yeah would have changed. They would have changed the dynamic of the movie though. Like it would have been. They said it would have been more of in the vein of like Bill Murray and Lost in Translation. Yeah, but it's still I I still could see it. I still think he was the better. Like I think this is the better version of the movie though. Oh, she's about to get screwed. This lady's real good, too. Like, yeah. Nope, that's never a good sign. I don't that think is that never is. a good sign. No, no. no. Again, speaking of someone with depression, that level of calmness and clarity is nope. never a good sign. Nope. Especially when talking about suicidal ideation. Nope. 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 I call that the scary place. And we make it worse. I mean we set them adrift. I think seeing them next to each other, it just makes either her look really young or him look really old because she's just like wrinkle free and so baby smooth and he's all weathered. <laughs> well, she's she is super young. I know, but I'm just saying it's just really weird. Had had Twilight come out at this point? I think it had, right? Yes. I. Oh. Something about the happy, like, Whoa. the happy uh, banjo music in the background is <laughs> very stark contrast. Whoa. Yeah, I think the first Twilight movie came out in, what, 2008? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, she was 23 in this movie. Wow. So yeah, he's tw- <laughs> he is double her age. Over double her age in this movie. And the fact that she said, no, I don't even think of him that way, he's old, makes me concerned that they're going to go for a romance by the end of this. Please tell me they don't. I don't. I will not spoil anything. Ugh. Both for you and for our viewers at home who might not have seen this movie. Fair. Yay. See, every time I see scenes like this, I just think of, like, what my dad must have gone through. Because, like, he was fired for very petty reasons from a job in 2008. Um, But he was also then laid off, like, twice or three times afterwards. I got laid off in 2018, and it was... Not great, uh, but it was also a job I hated, so I didn't really care that much. But the worst part was that uh, they then spent like a solid 20 or 30 minutes afterwards telling me all about what they were going to do, like strategy-wise moving forward after I was gone. And I was like, I mm. don't care. <laughs> Can I go now? <laughs> it was that was honestly the worst part. It was after it was like ripping off a bandaid. The the whole like, oh, you know, we're gonna let you go. Okay, cool. But, like, the 30 minutes of my life that was wasted hearing all about their strategic moves moving forward. I don't give a shit. Yeah. At least they told you in person. My one layoff was via email. That sucks. I'm not going to talk about my experience. Oh, yeah. Well, this movie's all about layoffs. Yeah, but I'm just... The part that also pissed me off, too, was that I... They had me come in and work... 95% 95% of a Saturday shift and then laid me off in the last half hour. That pissed me mm-hmm. off. I was like, you could, you, you yeah. knew this on Friday. You could have called me or like come in first thing in the morning. Like, don't make me wait until four thirty on a Saturday to lay me off. Yeah. Mine was on the Friday before I was supposed to come back from medical leave after, uh, I broke both my arms in a freak accident. So this, sorry, going back to the actual movie here, this um, this presentation that he does, it reminds me a lot of Little Miss Sunshine, uh, Greg Kinnear's character, mm. how he's the failed motivational speaker. I could see it. What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't understand motivational speakers or anything. Yeah, it's, it's just corporate speak. It's just, it's that sort of, you know, very Pete Buttigieg brand of word salad. Synergy. That was the first time I've ever heard his last name pronounced. Really? Boot edge edge? Nope. Doesn't want kids. That's not that weird. See, I don't want them for different reasons, but... We have a cursed gene pool. (laughs) Hooray!
<laughs> okay, this is weird that the millennial is asking the boomer why they're not going to get married or have kids. This is a weird twist. And I think that's part of why it works a little bit because it turns those and also I feel like too the the differences between the two generations weren't as stark 11 years ago as they are now oh little baby Anna Kendrick That's such a good ugly cry. Yeah, I love it. a very good ugly cry. Also, this woman's dress in the back is killing that pink me. hat. That's a look. They are in <gasps> Miami. No. No one has ever used the word, the letter C, to convey the word C-S-E-E. Like, that that has never happened. What about see you later? See you later? But that's a, that's the, like, the, that's a compound, like, compact thing all in one. Nobody's ever, like, taken the time to type out a sentence and then substituted out S-E-E for just the letter C. And if you do, you should be shot. And I like how now she's talking to her two work parents. <laughs> They're good with what they've got. That's horrifying. Nope. Nope. What are you, living in Mad Men? I knew plenty of people in high school who were on that timeline. I mean, I did too. They were usually the ones who joined the military right out of school and they were married by 19. Yeah. Divorced by 21. <sighs> well done. Oh, Jesus. You don't just make it work. You're reading me a resume. That's all she's got. That's all she knows how to do. Yeah, she's she's saying, oh, he kind of fit my imaginary boyfriend. Good God. She has problems. What the fuck does that even mean? Comes from a good family. Stable family. 
Oh no. Oh no. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who makes like dramatically less than my wife, I'm very happy with that arrangement and I'm Yeah, it's all about being willing to put in the emotional labor on the other end of it yeah. then. It's a give and take. They're gonna break up because <laughs> What does that even mean? Well, that's what you were about to do. Go go in flight internet. That shit sucked. Is that still a thing? He looks so weird with the casual, like, polo. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Or button-up short sleeve. I don't like it. it. It ages him too much. It's like they're babysitting. I appreciate that her casual look is to just take her hair down. Like, she's still in business clothes, but she just took her hair out of a ponytail oh god is Clooney dances like a white boy too <laughs> that's how I dance yeah I'm probably even worse than that like imagine Commander Shepard dancing from Mass Effect that's basically me at our friend's um, at our friend's wedding I danced a Cupid Shuffle Oof, young MC got a little fat by 2009. This is ridiculous.
That's an impressive. I was going to say her squat did. form there was a plus. This just feels so out of place to the movie. I know. This is... In a great this way. This is definitely, like, somebody was like, I could probably get Young MC. And they were like, we'll write it. We'll write a scene around it. It's fine. She's at the karaoke after party. Yep. The nuzzling of the beer is very... That's yep. true to life. There's yep. always that one guy. She's on a boat. Oh my. Three dog night. like that. <laughs> well, shit. Please wake up with the right people, everybody. <laughs> Please. I like how I appreciate that his bedhead is basically just his Caesar cut from the ER pilot. <laughs> But I don't want kids, and I'm not going to tell you I don't want kids. And it's going to cause a problem in like 30 minutes. <laughs>
also been there. Something about that visual. Can't say I have. Yeah, no, haven't haven't done that. My college years were quite interesting. Can't say I've done the slip and dip. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the dip and slip? Either one works, honestly. Like you could. That's yeah. what I like about it. It's, it's versatile. Metaphors. Stop looking at me, Lauren. It's creepy. That cutout's gonna fly into the right, water. Right, I know. Danny McBride's gonna drown. Mm. I can. Twelve-year-olds don't want ten million oh, miles. Yep, yep, there it there goes. It goes. I I think the thing that I appreciate most about this is that they're both right. Like they're neither yeah, one of yeah. them is clearly wrong. Like they're just. It's two very different life perspectives. Yeah, and that's the point. Oof. Yeah, damn it, Brides looked rougher. Yeah, it looks about like right for Detroit. Looks like outside my window. Ours too. Yeah, not quite as snowy. It was earlier. That's not gonna stick. We are a stoic people. <laughs> Those m- fucking Michiganders. I was just gonna say.
Yeah, this is dystopian as fuck. Yeah, the computer yeah. screen makes it so much worse. This is late stage capitalism. At especially, its especially considering she's in the other room. Yep. An appropriate reaction. Ah, some black mirror shit right there. Pretty sure they didn't sit there at 57 years old, but that's just me. Yeah. Let it happen. That was a problem with my dad. It's actually, yeah, he was about 60, and it was in his early 60s when this all went down. After having been let go once over email, this is now my biggest fear, is finding a job that I love and that I'm settled in and having this happen. Being let go by somebody through teleconference. Has your dad seen this movie? I don't know. I feel like he would really enjoy it. I feel it. like it would be a very hard watch for him. But I think he'd enjoy it. Please go in the other room and hug that man. Professionalism be damned. Oh no. Oh. oh I thought for sure he was going to turn to the Turn to the window. Whew. That's a long list you got there, girlfriend.
another excellent framing shot. Mm-hmm. See, even he forgot Nebraska exists, and he lives there. But does he really? I mean, like... He has a home there. He has a... He does now. He has a bed there. Let me tell you, Minnesota in February is no fucking picnic, so I can only imagine Wisconsin's even worse. <laughs> what does that even mean? I mean, I don't know my, either of my brothers very well. He never even RSVP'd. Clooney doesn't have to RSVP. I mean, clearly, he doesn't even have to work for the goddamn company to go crash their party, either. I mean, you'd let him in. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> 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 This hotel looks like if The Shining took place at, like, a roadside motel. Awkward.
Oh, God. That's so painful. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of painful. Speaking of pain. Yeah. I want that dress. I was just about to say I love that dress. I would not fill it out nearly as well, but... No wonder he barely knows her. She's like 12. They're doing some real serious cover-up work on her back shoulder tattoo. Oh, she has one? Yeah, it's like barely covered up. (laughs) They were like, that's close enough. I need to see it again now. You can just barely see it when she turns around. Like it's, uh. it's like just. This is so Midwest nice, God. Jesus. He was supposed to be in them with them, I bet. No. Okay. What a weird, like... It's kind of cool, though. Eh, I think it's tacky. Yeah. Because you didn't actually go to all these places. You just had your friends hold up a cardboard cutout of you. Use your miles for them. So take your tacky idea and shove it up your ass. (laughs) I might just do that. Seamless traditionalism. No. <laughs> There's that Midwestern white people. <laughs> do you need Want some drugs? Do you need Xanax? People really sleep on the the benefits of clonopin. Huh? Huh? They sleep on it? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Very funny. <laughs>
Awkward. This movie took such a turn. Yep. yep. And we're not done yet, kids. God. What else can happen? Uh, the drive around the hometown and point out all the landmarks. Yep. Taken this drive before. I don't know if I've really made Lizzie do the whole Hazlitt drive. Yeah, we did. But I've seen your 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 homes in Hazlitt. I've been and I've been on both sides of this this dynamic. Like I've I've been the one yeah. being driven around, and I'm I've been the one doing the driving. Yeah, as I was gonna say, I gave, I definitely gave Lauren the the two word. Uh, Buffalo Grove, Illinois. No shit based on all the maps. That is a school building. That 100% has silent alarms. Like, there's no way that you're... Oh, the, oof, that is some prime young Clooney right there. The, the long shaggy hair and the... <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get arrested and can't make it to the, to the wedding. See, my school never had anything like that. Like a just a stairwell or something where kids went to make out. Oh, I'm sure mine had plenty, but I wasn't cool enough to know about them. Yeah, we didn't. My, my high school was bizarre. It was very, very bizarrely laid out. We didn't have much in the way of permanent walls. Oh, she's like, Jim, or, you know, she's like, hey, where are you? It's like, um, I'm out because nobody told me I needed to be anywhere. I think, I think that was more of a... Can you get here? Yeah, exactly. God.
I know we've said it again, but God, George Clooney is handsome, <laughs> and that wedding dress is perfect. It is hard to buy him as a Ryan, though. Yeah. Why is this kid sitting in there reading children's books? And if he's got cold feet, why is he still there? Like, just leave. Did Danny McBride discover millennial nihilism? I mean, I was pretty nihilistic at this point already. I don't think I was quite there yet, but... I was well into a uh, major depressive, super dysphoric, before I even knew what the term was. Just haze. Doing a great job there, George Clooney. <laughs> so I am when you get nihilistic. Yeah, it is. I'm going to start saying do you get that to you guys during recordings. <laughs> Just that was a nice touch. He looks like a blackjack dealer with that vest. <laughs> <laughs> the the paisley red. Yeah. upper wisconsin version of suave you're not supposed to see the bride before the wedding i think it's kind of important at this point yeah i love that dress
That's the only reason I'm sad we're not doing a big wedding is because I don't get to wear a pretty, pretty princess dress. Yeah, we can still do that. But not to that level. Not if we're going to go on the beach. Yeah, we're not going to get married in a church. We're getting married on the beach. That just all... Every time I see a wedding like this, I'm just like, nope, not for me. Yep. Nope, not at all. Weddings give me, like, crazy anxiety. Or I'm just like... How was, how was your wedding? Very, very, very small. Like, three people total. Like, including the guy who married us. That sounds about right. Like, yeah. Ours might be, like, six. Yeah, including the guy who's going to marry us, it should probably be six. Roughly. This soundtrack is excellent, too. Yeah. That's something you can always count on Jason Reitman for as well, is an awesome soundtrack. Yeah, it's, like, just the right amount of, like, indie stuff with without drifting into, like, you know, either Zach Braff, like, up his own ass territory, or, like, yeah. or like twee for the sake of being twee yeah it's not juno levels of an it's not juno levels of, i almost said annoying i love that i was I about juno. to say like watch yourself juno's the juno soundtrack was twee was in heavy rotation in my car in the and around this time i fell out of love with the juno and nick and nora's infinite playlist uh era of movies very fast like i liked them when i saw them but i just i grew out of them very quickly I still actually watch both of those movies on occasion now. Juno holds up more. What is this dancing? White people. Yeah. Yeah. Midwestern white people specifically. Exactly. They, see, oh, you missed the tattoo. It was, it was there again. It's not like we can pause it. Yeah, but weddings like this are always, like, they always look fun to attend. Yes. And I always usually enjoy myself when I go to a wedding like this, but... Attending weddings is fine. Yeah, I could never be a bride in one. What are they flying out of? A Soviet bunker? No, there's airports like that. Oh, God. This isn't going to work anymore. God, that's such a white person thing to do. Oh my god. No, but he was actually being serious. That's the heartbreaking part. I know. But yes. But that's such like a dad humor thing to do. I mean, he is Hi, lonely. I'm dad. (laughs) Exactly. Poof, that is a sterile-ass apartment. Dude, you're gonna have to decorate now. Yeah, like he's never used that damn closet.
termination engineers. Yep, all condiments and airport or and um, hotel. <laughs> so depressing. He's got a plane on top of his TV. the part I always can't watch. Do you want to take your headphones out and leave it to us? Nope. I'm gonna suffer through it. Oh, thanks for warning me. Just for you folks at home. Challenge speaker, <laughs> not motivational speaker, challenge speaker. He doesn't believe what he's selling anymore. Bingo. It was a little Clooney. Little Clooney chuckle. Uh, yeah, we got the little. <laughs> that was a good read from that guy. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, hi. Oh, hi, our city. You always look so beautiful at night. Yep. Don't, yeah, oh, don't do this. Don't, don't do this. But it's a sweeping romantic gesture. Who was he becoming? He didn't swipe his card. George Clooney, you have bad luck going to women's houses in Chicago. Right? Leave it. You tried this with Carol. Leave it. It looks almost like the same neighborhood, too. <laughs> yeah, that tends to happen. Probably somewhere in, like, Lincoln Park. I love those doors. Don't you know better? Haven't you learned Probably. anything? I bet, I bet she's married. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't do that. Yep. 
This is ugh, this is painful. Yep. Knew she was too good to be true. Drinking alone in a hotel room seems healthy at this point. It's more of his comfort zone. It's true. It's what he knows. I am putting any ice in, ice in the whiskey. Ugh, nope. So gross. Should just be playing the sad Charlie Brown music at this point. Maybe don't have two lives and you won't have to worry about that. Like, he's a miserable prick, but at least he's honestly miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. Oh no. And he gets to meet Sam Elliott. Don't you have to fly the plane, sir? Here's a co pilot. airport rings (laughs) 
He's really just having a stroke, right? From all the stress, this isn't actually <laughs> happening. It's just a hallucination. It was all a dream. He's sleeping. He's got to be dreaming. I want Sam Elliott to talk to me when I'm sad. Jesus Christ. There you go. Thank God. Oh, so she was serious. Well, shit. Yep. That's a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a little upset too. Don't blame her at all. Don't smirk when you fucking say that. You just told him a woman killed herself as a result of a conversation he was a part of. See, suspenders turn people into monsters. Whatever. At least those million miles you're giving away are going to come back real quick. Well, you see, I'm a sadist.
Way to go, George Clooney. Meaningful connections. Just like Doug. He's a bit of a mess, but he always comes through in the end. Especially for small children. (laughs) Anna Kendrick being the small child in this analogy. I can't decide if this guy is an actor or not. I don't think these people are the actors. Oh, I think, yeah, I think the vast majority of these people are, are real people, but the guy who's like half crying that they've gone back to a couple of times. Yeah. He's the only one. If he's not an actor, then he should be. Yep. Everybody needs a co-pilot. My favorite shot in the movie. That is really, really well done. That's right here. That? Yeah. It's just, ah, it's beautiful. Daunting. Exactly. George Clooney is one of the people I'd love to have narrate my life. Yeah. Holy shit. How did it take me eight years to listen to you and watch this movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it's, aren't you glad you it's did? It's a real good movie. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Is it, as, is it uh, like you remembered, Daniel? Yeah, better in some ways. Um, like visually i think is the most the thing that holds up the best like it is so pretty to look at um and like everything is so like like carefully crafted and carefully shot that i think that's kind of the thing that stands out the most and then their dynamic uh anna kendrick and and clooney like their dynamic together is just very very good i very very much agreed everyone acts their ass off in this movie and uh I'm so glad we chose to lead with this one because it is probably my favorite George Clooney movie ever. I, I'm sorry, that still has to go to Oh Brother Where Art Thou for me. But which is on our yeah, list. That one's on there. And we don't. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's that's which one gets me. But yeah, no, this one's definitely good. What's your favorite George Clooney? I know. Movie, I Daniel? like as soon as you said that, I started like thinking about it. Like I almost have to go to his IMDb and look because like. Even bad, it's so even robust. bad Clooney move, like even bad movies that he's in, I still generally like him in them. So it's hard yeah. to like pick out the good from the bad. Um, like he's hilarious in Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, yeah, Batman and Robin. Like that. That's just fun. Like it's it's terrible, but it's fun. 
Um, Which that is also on our list, folks, for eventually. What is? Batman and Robin. Oh, is it? It has to be. I feel like it has to be. Um, Because we're not just going to do good movies with these. We are going to do some very We already know we have to do that Cheech Marin uh, directed by Anthony Edwards uh, movie (laughs) from a few episodes back. Directed and starring. Directed and starring, yeah. Um, This might be it, honestly. Looking at his, like, IMDb, like, there are other things that I like him in, but, like, this might be the best movie that he's in. Like, it's not as good of a movie, but I do like his performance in it is um, Ides of March with uh, Ryan Gosling. I've never seen that. I I saw it in the theaters and like I like him in it. The movie is not as good as this one though. So, you know, it's hard. You know what one I I want to see um I want to see The Monuments Men. That's been on mm-hmm. my list. That was another one that I like wanted to see that just never got around to and then heard it was like very underwhelming and so I just didn't go out of my way to see it and but yeah, I would I wouldn't mind filling that gap in. Oh, um, good night and good luck. Oh, That's son another, of a bitch, that, that is, is a good one. Gap in my George Clooney knowledge. Okay, we maybe not for the podcast, but we need to watch. Good night and good, good luck. luck. Is, uh, it's phenomenal. It's a damn good movie. Right. It is a damn good movie. You've got Daniel's endorsement too, so you know it's not just my trash no. taste. And I mean, uh, Clooney plays such I mean, a minor role in that too. Like he's he's by no means the focus. David Strathairn as the lead, like as Edward R. Murrow, he fucking kills it in that movie. One that I want to go so back good. because I know it's good and I just wasn't in the right like place in my life at the time to enjoy it or to appreciate it that I want to go back and rewatch is Michael Clayton. I've heard that Michael hmm. Clayton is like one of his best movies and I saw it in the theaters in 2007 when it came out and I remember being bored to fucking tears by it and I actually walked out before it was over. It's one of the few movies I've ever done that with and I don't think I've ever even heard of it. I would love to like fill it. He plays like a, a corporate fixer, like a lawyer fixer guy. Like, so like when a, Mm. you know, I don't know. It's just, I I just want to fill that back in. All right, folks. Thank you again very much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the movie as much as we did and hope you enjoyed the commentary. Uh, Again, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash setting the tone podcast to help unlock these to be more consistent. Otherwise, you can find future commentaries at sightingthetonepodcast.bandcamp.com. And thank you again, everyone. And we hope you enjoyed this. And please join us again uh, on our normal Thursday show. So have a great week.